0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle Kingdeals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King.
1: Boo! There we go. Order, order. We have much to discuss. We do have much to discuss, and the sound you heard there was uh, me tapping on the limited edition, we have much to discuss. Mug, thank you very much, Julian, for that one. Incredible. Which uh, we uh, are that, using.
0: I was <laughs> gratefully received this, where you get cheered us up it in did, an otherwise... I pretty gloomy situation it, didn't it it
1: put a smile on our faces because while the mathematics looks as if Torquay could still survive if um, if we were a racehorse the screens would be up <laughs> and, and the vet would be putting a cartridge in the chamber I think wouldn't it uh,
0: well um, I think we're down to um, uh, well miracle territory aren't mm. we Um, which is bizarre because the last two games we're
1: we're on an unbeaten run of two games which you haven't been able to say very often
0: if you know by the way chapeau to best part of 200 girls fans who turned up at Solihull uh, last yeah. Saturday, it
1: was a bit touch and go getting back as well. Uh, wasn't in it?
0: in Arctic yeah. conditions. Uh, <laughs> my apologies to anybody who who might have been listening to the uh, uh, radio, BBC Radio Devon commentary. I understand that I issued an expletive <laughs> when I thought I was off <laughs> air <laughs> to describe my f- <laughs> to describe my fingers at the end of the game because I was having trouble typing. That was the main issue. Um, have you had to apologise to the licence payers? <laughs> Um, but uh, no, uh, ten minutes to go.
1: Yeah,
0: United are winning one yeah. nil, uh, uh, and penalty
1: from Brett Williams as well. Uh, penalty it? from yeah.
0: Brett Williams. Uh, they can't convert. Cha- not. <laughs> it would be wrong to say they had chance after chance. They had breakaway chances yeah. after breakaway chances and didn't make the most of them. Uh, uh, and then at one nil with Solihull not looking like scoring. But is one enough? Certainly not. No, not, never. Certainly no. not with United. Um, uh, and one free kick, uh, and it's an equaliser. And as a result of that equaliser, um, uh, uh, and, and we'll talk about Solihull winning on Tuesday night against Bromley, yeah. and then this crucial game we're speaking on Thursday last night uh, between Barrow and Hartlepool. Yeah. Uh, um, e- even factoring in all those issues... Uh, If United had held on uh, at Solihull, which they should have done, um, they would now be within two wins of Barrow with eight games to go. All right. Plus the goal difference. um, And the situation wouldn't be looking quite as bleak as it does now. But on the back of that equaliser, two points dropped um, plus the worst possible outcomes on Tuesday night and last night. Yeah.
1: See, we were saying last week, weren't we, that
0: the results had been going for us the last couple they of had. weeks. This week, they've conspicuously not Absolutely gone for not. Us. And, uh, and they didn't on Saturday either. No. Uh, Hartlepool came from two down virtually in stoppage time and got a draw at Fylde. Uh, and Barrow went and won at Maidenhead. And they held on to a 1-0 win at Maidenhead, and yeah. United didn't at Solihull. So... Um, uh, there you go, the situation is now uh, uh, bleaker than bleak, but uh, I, if if we want to get into maths and what could yeah. and what might not be, well, I, still, a, I still think that 50 points this season, 49 stroke 50 points might be enough to stay up. And um, the, the maximum Torquay can get now is 55. Yes, exactly. So but The thing is, that
1: league table which we printed out is deceptive, isn't it, because you look at that and you think, well, there's loads of opportunity for Torquay to get the points they need, but... When you crunch the the fixtures that are coming up, it becomes pretty um, yes a tall order. I mean, to I mean say the the least.
0: obviously, one of the crucial points about Bar- uh, Hartlepool's win at Barrow on on uh, on on Wednesday night was was that uh, Barrow still got two more games in hand yeah. over everybody yeah. else, and that that uh, uh, and and so in a way united actually wanted barrow to win that game it would have been a better result uh, because it, it pulls it, them away yeah. uh, and and leaves hartlepool in, in in an even you know bigger mess and hartlepool have been on a horrendous run mm. um i think that was only their second win in what uh, 17 games something like yeah. that uh, yeah. and they're all on bad runs apart from solihull uh, who've 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 suffered only two defeats in twelve games. Ha- having seen them last Saturday night, how they've managed to do that, I do not no. know. But it just underlines the craziness of this division that they promptly go out and beat Bromley on Tuesday yeah. night, two 0
1: They are the team that looks most likely to to, to get out. out.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and and good luck to them. Barrow, two wins in eleven. Chester, yeah. one win in eleven, seven defeats. United have actually won three of their last sixteen games, but. Uh, um, you know, the damage has already been yeah, done, hasn't yeah. it, at the moment. So, uh, no, the, the, the maths dictate that if United are going to get to 49 or 50 points, yeah, uh, they've got to win at least six. They've got to win six of their last eight games, plus get a point somewhere, yeah. maybe, you know, whatever. That gets them 50 points and might put them in with a chance. Uh, that- at the top of the table, Macclesfield are probably going to go up with one of the lowest championship points totals for years. Um, uh, th- they're struggling to win games at the moment. Um, but then isn't everybody else? Uh, yeah. We all thought that Tranmere were nailed on to go and absolutely roar their way through the rest of the season. No, yeah. <laughs> they keep tripping up as well. Um, so we'll see what happens. You can't predict a, a, comp- no, a single no. result. In. All, all we know is that to give themselves any kind of a chance, and yeah. of course it still relies on everybody else falling Flight. flat on yeah. their faces. United have almost certainly got to win their next three matches. And I think, um, and as, as Gary Ows was saying in his in his weekly press conference and uh, today, and I can I can understand him saying it. He said, "Look, we really can't worry. Be be we can only control what we can control." Uh, we were we were chatting about what may need to happen. He said, "Look, the only thing that we can possibly think about is beating Geisley on Saturday, seeing where we are on Saturday tea time." and then going on and trying doing it in the next game and he's yeah. probably right um, but you and I and all United fans are looking at the sheer maths of the situation yeah. and I think it needs six wins minimum out of eight which means that United can effectively only afford to lose one more match yeah. this season and they've already lost how many this season?
1: Uh, let me just quickly do the maths there uh, 21 20,
0: 21 yeah um, so uh, you know we'll see Indeed. The, 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 the difference and let's try and cling on to hopes of of stuff uh, that that is new, is, of course, the arrival of Rhys Healy from from Cardiff City. Could
1: make a big difference. Just just in passing, we should mention Rich, who's a Grimsby fan, who said he was looking forward to hearing this week's podcast to see if we could actually manage to put... A bit of a positive uh, spin on everything. We will do our best, Rich. Funny thing is, it doesn't seem all that long ago that we were playing Grimsby. It isn't all that long ago we were playing Don't, Grimsby. Yeah. But haven't we gone in opposite directions yes, since then?
0: yeah. Although, mind you, they're struggling in, in yeah, too but, now, aren't they? But uh, they're, um,
1: they're in a position that we
0: would love to be in. Oh, well, absolutely. Um, so, no, she, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, last Thursday, uh, uh, Neil Warnock uh, uh, rings Gary Hours and says, I've got this lad, you know, yeah, pretty decent. Would you Would you like needs, it?
1: Needs a bit of uh, match practice. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: Gary Auer says that he did initially wonder whether Neil Warnock was ringing up and having a laugh because I think so many people have heard of this Reese Healy yeah. around the game. Uh, his track record looks pretty promising, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. He, he's played what several, well, uh, three games for Cardiff in the in the in, championship, in the championship yeah. this
1: season, and they're going well, uh, yeah. aren't
0: they? Um, uh, he's been out on loan to quite a lot of decent clubs, scored a few goals, um, and uh, uh, nearly everybody who's seen him that I've spoken to says he's decent. Um,
1: so I, I wonder how that comes about then, because Neil Warnock must go to him and say.
0: Well, you... I think the problem was, of course, is yeah. the window is shut for league clubs, so he yeah. can't go out on loan to there. They, the, um, uh, Warnock was explaining to me um, uh, before they headed off on a fruitless trip to Derby, which, of course, he. Was distinctly unimpressed when they called that game off on Sunday. Um, uh, that uh, a, a string of clubs wanted him in January, but, yeah. but Neil I think had quite a lot of injuries at the time. Well, he did, and he didn't feel he could let him out because he didn't have the numbers. All of a sudden, that's changed. Uh, he doesn't want Healy sitting on his backside for the last yeah. you know six weeks of the season. Um, so uh, um, you know he he's, he has always tried to help Talky whenever possible. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's a former manager of United, only for four months, actually. And he was never called manager, he was called consultant. Was he? Yeah, back, I've forgotten that. Back in yeah. uh, in 92-93 yeah. season, when we were fighting to stay in the Football League, um, Mike Bateson had put Paul Compton in charge, promoted him from youth coach, which even Paul, to this day, says was uh, um, a, a step too far for him at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, we had Justin Fashion on board and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that um, uh, and United were in big trouble and uh, Neil Warnock had just been sacked at Notts County hugely controversial decision to sack him he yeah. was thoroughly fed up he'd taken Notts County from the 3rd to the old 1st Division uh, they'd got relegated well shock horror uh, he, he he was sacked and he was really uh, down on uh, yeah. his luck and, and Mike Basin persuaded him to come down here uh, and uh, I was very closely involved in the team travelling with him most of the time and I saw how he was completely galvanised by his time here he absolutely yeah. loved it he loved the down to earthness of it he even loved Easterfield <laughs> <Good Lord. laughs> yes. Lane yeah. um, uh, he just loved working with lads who were earning working man's wages and doing yeah. their absolute best and he kept United up in pretty uh, unlikely yeah. circumstances yeah. I remember a win at Carlisle um, the ball went in off uh, uh, Dwayne Darby's private parts for the winner, for the winner there uh, and Neil was beside himself, he was in tears after, after yeah. the game this is a, a guy who we all know as one of the most sort of uh, conspicuous managers in English yeah. football he's now going for his 8th promotion at, at Cardiff City and I can remember he was, he was streaming with tears at the end of the game and insisted that we all drop off at an Italian restaurant in (laughs) Lancaster on the way home to celebrate. Stylish. Uh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, uh, he's always held United, uh, you know, in in great affection since then, and he's he's brought teams down uh, for pre-season friendlies, tried to help out with loans and stuff in the past, and now he's he's done his best to do it maybe, again. Maybe
1: maybe he'll come through. Oh, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's not going to help at all. But there will be a certain amount of weeping and wailing up and down the leagues if Torquay do go down again, isn't there? You know, I, did, I we'll... don't
0: think there's a single uh, uh, half decent club in at this level uh, or even in the football league who who, mm. who want Talkie. They've never have. Uh, you know, Talkie has, has has always conducted itself properly yeah. Um, uh, uh, this is going to be a huge test of the club but all the signs and vibrations I'm getting from inside they're now already talking about investing more money out at the training ground to improve the facilities out there Uh, obviously um, Clark Osborne came out last week and committed the club to full-time football next season no matter what division Mm -hmm. they're in Um, etc etc um, so you know, and we've always been fairly proud, have we not, that um, United are still the only club in Devon, a uh, senior club in Devon, that hasn't gone into administration yeah. and walked away from a load of debts. But that doesn't solve any problems it now, help, does it? it? And, no. Um, uh, so no, I don't think anybody wants Torquay to go down. Even the, even the clubs at the other clubs at yeah. the bottom probably don't want Torquay to go down. It's the, it's one of the best teams they visit any each season anyway. So yeah, but still, all of that is. Uh, irrelevant. United haven't got enough points at the moment, and
1: uh. right. So let's let's crunch these remaining eight fixtures then. And let's see where we think these points are going to come from. The Crystal Ball. If we could do this, we'd be very rich men, of course, wouldn't we? But yep. let's have a stab at it anyway. Torquay have so have played thirty-eight games, which means there are eight games left. Um, Five at home, three away. Yeah, they have fifty-five. Uh, the, a maximum they can get is fifty-five points. Uh, they currently have thirty-one. Yeah. So. As you say, we reckon we can only afford to lose one more game. Well, that, out of these if, we eight.
0: Go, if United are going to get fifty points, yeah. it goes without saying, doesn't it? So, so because they need six wins, plus plus one. So um, we begin.
1: We begin on Saturday. We're home to Geisley. Yeah, on Saturday,
0: three o'clock kick-off yeah. at Plainmoor.
1: Geisley are are they gone? Are they are they done? Or is there some fight left in Geisley? Do you think?
0: Um, well, um, they they're, they're on a wretched run. Yeah. Um, they have 26, 26 points, don't they? Points. So they're they already look, 13 points adrift. They look tailed off. Yeah. Um, uh, great plans there early in the season, going full time, yeah. getting Paul Cox in as manager. All of that's gone out the window. Look, hold on a minute. If United don't beat Guys on Saturday, then yeah, you know, <laughs> I think we can. <laughs> a- apropos of nothing
1: else, but yeah. Paul Cox has managed three of the bottom five teams. Just throwing that in there, well in with, with yeah, no yeah, no I side to it at all. I but, think uh, I
0: think that, that that is a pure coincidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, certainly, he he wouldn't. Uh, uh, there's there's nothing
1: uh, um, to. That, yeah, no, I was I wasn't trying to make any no, point. No, it's point, just no. it, it's, it's a true. coincidence, it is true, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, so Lee with 26 points, to, we ought to be picking up three points there. We've we really to. we have to pick up three points there. Gary Owens has said as much, hasn't yes. he? We have to win. So that's, that's they also have win to game. win.
0: Uh, th- it's then followed by Chester away so, on yeah, Good Friday. Good
1: Friday away at Chester. Who are, what, of course, is that a
0: three o'clock kickoff? That's a, yeah.
1: a standard kickoff. Yeah. I always like to check these things, having turned up late on parade on one occasion <laughs> so, so, uh, for a holiday game. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah uh, No, uh,
0: must win, particularly because Chester are same points as us, rabbits, we so it's like, can yeah, we win have, that? Yeah, I'm that I we've mean, to the Chester, Chester are struggling big time. One win in eleven games, seven defeats in that run. Um, no, no, United have to win there. Yeah, yeah. But do we think they will? Uh, yeah, I'll go yeah. along with that. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. And Woking. I think they'll beat Woking at home if they win those see, two. If, Woking if, if, are getting pulled in. Aren't exactly. They? Yeah. If they win, if they, if United can win the next two matches, there's no reason to believe that they can't beat Woking. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the point. They have to put this run of wins together now, to then see. Who else is f- who else is falling flat on their faces? Yeah. If they don't win those three games, then you know uh, somebody else falling flat on their face isn't going to uh, no. matter. Um, so no, no, I, I, I'm United are perfectly capable at their best to uh, of winning these next three matches. So if we, let's
1: say we win the next three matches, yeah. and we're on a roll, yeah. and Reese Healy's got a couple of goals for us in the yeah. meantime. United
0: will have forty points then. Yeah. So we need five ten games in the
1: last five games. Yeah. It's a huge ask well, isn't it? The more you look at it, the bigger a task it is. Absolutely. So the next game that they play is on Saturday, the 7th of April, they're away at Dover,
0: yeah. Dover
1: currently being seventh. yeah.
0: where of course uh, Dover, by the way, are also at Barrow this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll throw that in in a minute. This Saturday's games, obviously, United at home to Geisley, Barrow at home to Dover. Tough. yeah. Dover yeah. going for the playoffs. Uh, Hartlepool have no game, because uh, whoever they were playing, I'm not quite sure who it's it is, involved in the yeah. FA Trophy semi-final. Um, uh, Chester are at Sutton, who I think yeah. are second in the table. They are, um, yeah. I, they closed you know,
1: the gap. Well, they, they they were helped a little when they closed the gap. Yeah,
0: so, you know, can Chester win at Sutton? No, I don't no. think so, but <laughs> who knows. But can, how, can, can Halifax win at Dover? And Halifax yeah. play... Play Solihull. Mm. This is the game. This, Sorry, this this, Saturday. This, we're yeah, back yeah, to this yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just to throw those in. But no, after the after we've won the next three matches, yeah, <laughs> um, uh, they'll be Dover, loving this out there in podcast yeah. land. Rich is this positive away? enough? Yeah. Dover away. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, that's the place where United yeah. went and upset them last year to uh, basically trans well not transform it because they'd already beaten Braintree, but that was the result that turned the relegation yeah. battle last season. Well. Why not? See, I'm going to say no there.
1: OK. I'm going to say no to that one. Right. But, so that leaves us with 10 points required from the last four games, three of which are at home. Yeah. So, all we have to do is beat Fylde on the 10th of April. That's a Tuesday night game. It's the last Tuesday night game of the season. Beat Halifax at home on the 14th of April. Got to win that. Doable. Well, Yeah.
0: Hartlepool away get a
1: point at Hartlepool yeah. what a six pointer that's going to be Exactly um, for them as much as for us by then absolutely. that's on Saturday the 21st of April and then beat Ebb's fleet on and the then we win the on the last day of the season we beat Ebb's fleet yeah. on the very last day of the season and we stay up
0: well uh, um, it's done isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just have this horrible feeling and we've all been having it in the back of our mind for the last months and months and months United's goal difference which yeah. in each of the last two seasons uh, under Kevin Nicholson in each of the last two seasons United's goal difference was in their favor yeah. each time it isn't this time No. so even uh, it, and it's in, and, it, and it's that bad that badly off United's goal difference is minus 28 yeah the teams above them are Barrow minus 7 Hartlepool minus 12 Solihull minus 13 yeah. so that's not bridgeable no, United aren't going to turn that round in terms of goals, not unless there's a massive swing. So in effect, so that's
1: another point against. It is
0: so all yeah. the time. United are fighting against, yeah. and and you know, let's not hope it happens that they end up going down because no. of that, yeah. you know, or you know, yeah. down to a point or something like that. Um, that would be. As hard as this situation yeah, is to bear for all girls fans, that would be almost beyond the pale, wouldn't it? But, it would.
1: um, no, the funny thing is here that we've we've just gone off on a bit of a flight of fancy. These, with talk with eight games to go, talking winning six and drawing one. But that's what they have to do. Oh, of course. Outlandish though it sounds yeah. when we go through and say, "Yeah, we'll win that. We'll win yeah. that. We'll win that's that. We'll win that." That's exactly that's what exactly they what do. they have to do. Yeah. And I think you said it. They have to play like champions now. Yeah. Um,
0: right the way to the end of yes, the season, and they have to start scoring goals. Yeah, this is this is what they haven't done for all season. Uh, United, how many goals have they scored? It's uh, it's thirty something, thirty four, is it? Thirty four, correct. Thirty four yeah. in thirty eight games. Mm. They have to start doing what they didn't do at Solihull last Saturday. Yeah and score more than once. Well, yeah, that's be, be, Because because if they don't score more than one goal, are they going to keep a clean sheet? No, they're not, because the table tells you that the only uh-huh. team that's conceded yeah. more goals than Torquay is Geisley. United's defence played perfectly OK last Saturday at Solihull. Yeah. At 1-0 up, they didn't look like conceding a goal. Jakob Sokolik had his best game in a, in a goal shirt. Sean McGinty, solid. The back three was fine. Vincent Durrell is still doing a good job in goals. One goal wasn't yeah. enough, and so hopefully, the arrival of Reese Healy, uh, uh who uh, let's face it, i <laughs> it'll be staggering if he doesn't start up front on Saturday. I think the only reason why, uh, um, uh, Gary Owens didn't start him at Solihull was because, um, you know, United had won 1 0 at Leighton Orient in the week, and people had put a shift in there. Yeah. Uh, he had done most of the planning through the week and working on stuff in training up to Thursday. Healy had one short uh, uh, set piece training session with United on the, on, on the Friday before they went off to Solihull yeah. um, and on that basis he thought no I, I'm going to stick with the lads who did the job mm-hmm. at, 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 uh, at Lake Norrent and he didn't start but we think um, Healy and Romaine up front probably on Saturday you wouldn't bet against it, would you? No. Um, there's one other issue. Josh Gowling obviously was knocked out at uh, mm-hmm. at Leighton Orient and, and didn't feature last week under the um, last Saturday under the uh, concussion rule. He did uh, train today, Thursday, non-contact. He's got to train contact tomorrow, uh, um, yeah. or it's it's a big ask for him to come straight in on Saturday yeah. with with no contact training. Um, uh, you know United have always looked more solid with him, but he um, be, he's okay, isn't he? I mean, this are they just, oh, yeah. go, are they just
1: going through the process, absolutely protocol following the rules when you're out, right? And, and yeah. he was out for yeah. a couple of minutes yeah. at late.
0: Orient. Um, you, you, it's, yeah. it's the decision is made for you, you cannot do any contact training for 10 days, um, and uh, so that'll be Friday, um, yeah. uh, and uh, if, but there's, if, there's if, no doubt that he will be fit. From up after that concussion. Oh no, fine. He's, he's apparently fine. he trained yeah. today. Okay, yeah. he's, he's, he's perfectly okay in himself. It's just that uh, um, you know, if you're going to be picking a team to play in a hugely important game on yeah. Saturday, you you know, it's it's a, it's quite a big ask to chuck somebody in when he hasn't actually headed the ball. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, that that has to happen um, yeah. in Friday's session. Um, if he comes through that okay, then I would have thought that that he does stand a good chance uh, of playing on Saturday. But we'll we'll yeah. see. So, it's a full squad to pick from then, apart from um, those. Yeah, there's uh, one or two odd li- little issues. Uh, Jakob Sokolits had a, had a bit of a calf strain, but I don't think that's you know a, a massive issue. Uh, John Paul Pittman's had a bit of sickness, you know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, But they're all okay. No, no, the the, the numbers are fine. Good. Um, and I've no doubt there'll be quite a lot of disappointed players on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, last at Solihull, uh, George Dowling missed out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, everybody's forgotten a, 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 a lack Rhys Mitchell, a winger from Chesterfield, yeah, yeah. Um, who, who, who's hardly featured at all. And um, uh, United aren't playing with proper wingers at the moment. Um, but I think the feeling is that, well, Gary House was saying this morning, that unfortunately he hasn't quite sort of forced his way into the picture. Nice. So United, I think, will stick with the but, wing-back formation. But could he be the one that we've been talking about for weeks who comes off the
1: bench... The unlikely hero.
0: The Paul (laughs) Hyrens. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, For older United fans, uh, Paul Hyrens did one thing of note during his Playmore career, uh, but it was the winner against West Ham in an FA Cup tie. Was it uh, diving-headed? Do you remember diving, falling-overhead? It was, and um, uh, uh, people remember him fondly for for that and that alone. Mm -hmm. uh, And who knows, Reese Mitchell might come off the bench uh, at a time... Uh, that we can only imagine in the next few weeks and, and, and do something. Okay. And the strange thing about Saturday's game, of course, is that it's the 20th of February since
1: Talkie last played at Playmore. And they've had three away games since yes, then. Yes, of and course. It's all we been did very talk about that time, down. didn't
0: we? Yeah, yeah. So
1: it's over a month since a home, home game since a home game um, that was their the uh, I
0: think the the, the the gate will be very interesting yeah um, the size of it mm-hmm. you know uh, because of that a month without a game I'm sure most gulls regular Gulls fans will be planning on going yeah uh, but you know what's happened over the last few days won't have cheered people up a great yeah. deal and a lot of United the, 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 the wobblers perfectly good fans we yeah. hasten to add yeah. but uh, might be going oh is it really worth it um, I think if United do get some serious results in the next couple of games, um, that takes us on to the home game against Woking on Easter Monday. Yeah, uh, You could get a seriously good crowd then if United have managed to pick up two wins in the next two matches. Everybody loves a bank holiday game anyway, True. don't they? So. And that, of course, uh, coincides with this collection, uh, yeah. a stadium collection on that day for Damon Lathrop, um, who is still in hospital. Uh, has had a whole series of operations yeah. to try and repair the damage not bone damage, other damage uh, from this kind of in- internal damage oh, of sorts. veins and yeah. goodness knows what tissue yeah. and um, uh, uh, working as we, we've already flagged that up and we started a Funding that's it nearly 10,000 pounds now, is it it's no, over yeah. 9,000 pounds yeah. now? So the and Woking United club and fans have come through very well there holding a stadium collection for Lathrop at the Woking game, yeah. And of course, Clark Osborne, the chairman, has today come out and said that whatever money is raised, he will double it, yeah, uh, that day, um, which is a you know, yeah, pretty good gesture.
1: Um, I was in trouble this morning over an exclamation mark, by the way. I put a headline I, I put a tweet out saying that um, it's double your money for Damon Day at Playmore exclamation mark. And somebody came back on Twitter saying this is it's no laughing matter. I agree. But it's because it's an unusual and interesting story. Yeah. My punctuation slipped a little bit there. I, so, I, I, uh, I, I,
0: I, I don't think... <laughs> it's a funny thing to imagine that you were taking I, the mick out of it. That I like
1: I like the fact that people are watching things that closely, though. Yeah. but um, Yeah, so that Woking game, I mean, again, looking... Jumping the gun a little bit, but that's a big game for us, isn't it? Because they could genuinely get pulled into this. They're game.
0: not going well, are they? At They're the not. Hartleypool, um, the way
1: Hartleypool played... Last night, I don't know if anybody watched it on TV What an extraordinary goal to win it as well Carl Magne's goal that won the game For Hartlepool, he was 35-40 yards out, he had a Speculative shot from What we probably used to call the inside right Channel, and it just flew in over The keeper into the top corner, the keeper Seemed to be taken by surprise if that's the goal that sends Torquay down it's a freakish goal freakish well, goal
0: uh, these things strange things happen yeah. in these closing weeks of the season and, don't they uh, just uh, there's you know we are clinging on to, to to faint hopes here obviously but there will be some team that yeah. almost implodes over the mm. closing weeks of the season and and uh, uh, obviously Torquay have to be doing the absolute opposite yeah. um, but uh, they just have to keep winning. They just they must win on Saturday, win at Chester and see where it where yeah. it, where it leaves them. And, and in that um, respect, Gary Owens is quite right, isn't he, yeah. the old
1: cliche of taking it one game at a time, there's no point in trying to build a strategy for these last eight games. Absolutely is it? not, no.
0: Talkie aren't playing Chester or working this Saturday, are they? Playing Guiseley, so uh, um, and uh, they they have to do a job on them.
1: Yeah, and from Um, what I remember of seeing Guiseley play before, they're not going to come down here thinking, oh well, we're um, we're out of the league. They're not that kind of bunch, really. Quite a battling team they are.
0: I mean, the game at Guiseley earlier on this season, I think the United fans and there was an incredible turnout up there in West Yorkshire. This was way back in August time, I think it was. Uh, It is one of the most ridiculous matches I think I've seen for a very long time. United completely dominated the second half. It was the Alamo, uh, yeah. uh, and uh, they were leading two-one. It was it was it was like well, come on, just stick the ball in the back of the net for somebody, for goodness sake! Attack after attack, set piece after set piece. I think United forced thirteen corners in the second half alone. Yeah. at Guiseley, they were two-one up, lost it three-two in in stoppage time.
1: August the nineteenth.
0: August was, like, the nineteenth. I mean. And and in a way, it, it didn't sum up United season. But it kind of looking back on it, it sort of feels like it yeah. did. In other words, talk about shooting yourself in the foot. And I remember Robbie Herrera was the caretaker at the time, and uh, he he walked across the pitch to do the interviews after it was you know forlorn. He, he he just looked. It, it was all he could do could open his mouth to, it, yeah. to, to the microphone. He, was, he he was completely shell shocked. And um, but. United have developed a talent for doing this, haven't yeah, they? and they've indeed. Uh, they've got to they've got to do something different now. Starting on Saturday. Okay, we get to any other business first of all. Happy birthday to Mike
1: Bateson. It's his oh, birthday well this spotted. week. Yeah. He pops up on. He's not a frequent user of Facebook, Mike, but he did pop up on Facebook this week. And there were loads of people, the great and the good um, of Talk United fans and ex players, all wishing him a happy birthday. So, happy birthday, Mike. Absolutely. And just as a final thing, I spotted something today. We talk about the atmosphere at Playmore, how the fans get behind the team, how they never stop singing.
0: <laughs> I think I know where you're going, Manchester United fans.
1: <laughs> this. Is this true, or is it April the first already? They're going to give them song sheets. I mean, so that they can up the atmosphere a little bit in the uh, the silent temple yeah. of Old Trafford. Well,
0: really, uh, 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 that's really going to work, isn't it? Yeah.
1: No wonder, as we were saying the other day, no wonder so many fans in that part of the world. Are watching Salford City or watching teams, smaller crowds, noisier crowds where there's a bit more of an atmosphere. Well, uh,
0: in the wake of all this, and Radio 5 Live have been covering this, and people have been ringing in, haven't they, from places like AFC, Wimbledon, (laughs) and everything. You should come down here. (laughs) We've we've got no problems at all creating some atmosphere down here. And I do remember a couple of games uh, that United played, uh, let's not get too tearful about this, (laughs) during Paul Buckle's time as manager. Uh, the, first of all, the 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 unforgettable and let's try and forget it, playoff semi-final against Ex, Exeter City, yeah. uh, and yeah. then the the cup tie against Crawley, which United lost both of those games. Of course, both played to absolutely packed houses at, at, at Plainmoor. Uh, you couldn't move. You couldn't get another person in the ground. Mm. And one or two of my national paper colleagues came down. Uh, for those two games because the Crawley game was a fourth round FA Cup tie yeah, in, in yeah. a fifth round, a non-league team, you know, into the fifth round and then, of course, the Exeter game spoke for itself and all of, all of those guys coming down from national magazines and national newspapers and everything, all saying, wow, this is how it used to be, yeah. you know, the atmosphere and the, and, the, and the noise inside the ground and at Man United where they get 76,000 every single week, could hear a pin drop well, almost. Or, or, or almost, almost, and they yeah. even describe they, they describe the um, Arsenal's place as the library, don't they? Yeah, these days, yeah. and and it's it's such a shame, but it's 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 a product of everybody sitting down,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, quite ticket yeah. prices.
0: Yeah, there's no point beating about the bush. You stick some terraces back in. There is a reason why many of the top German clubs have still retained an atmosphere. It's because there's terraces. Yeah. Yes, there's, no, there's yeah, no point yeah. beating around the bush. It's nothing. It's not about anything else. You know, the the, the big wall at Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, they're come all on. standing, aren't they? Absolutely. Right. And uh, and of course, this, the ridiculous thing now is that you've got all-seater grounds in the top two divisions of the football league, and everybody's standing up anyway. Yeah.
1: And the other effect of the all-seater grounds as well is that people don't get into the stadium until two minutes before kickoff, exactly, because they all mill around outside having Quite. a beer or, or whatever they're doing. Yeah. A, a, an old-fashioned football ground. I mean, I know my family will be laughing about this because I like to get to a ground early. I like to be in there. I like to sort of soak up what atmosphere there is. Like
0: all proper fans, exactly. Yeah.
1: But if you, I mean, when you watch matches on the TV, there are great huge banks of empty seats while the players are out warming up, and then or, suddenly everybody scurries in from yes, wherever the they are. The same thing
0: happens at halftime. Uh, at half time until yeah. The start of the second half. No, 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 no. You, you you've, and of course. If you do get that, then the fans take over. They create their own. You yeah. can't have, uh, you know, playing more against Exeter and against Crawley and one or two of many other games we can think of since. You, you, you don't need to play that much music or have somebody no. saying, I'll oh, get you, behind the lads. You and, don't you need need to. It, and
1: you, you can't manufacture it. It has manufacture to come from the fans themselves. It, of course
0: it does. It yeah. does. Yeah. So, um, so
1: any Manchester United fans out there, if you're uh, if it's all a bit quiet for you, come along to play more <laughs> on Saturday. It, it may only be talky guisely, but it'll be noisy. Yep. Yeah. So, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Herald Express, Devon Live, Yellow Army, Talker United podcast with Guy and David. We did have much to discuss. Uh, Thanks for your company. And we'll see you at Plainmore on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff against Geisley. Come up and say hello. We always like to have a chat. Tell us what you like about the podcast. Tell us what you don't like about the
0: podcast. We don't mind. And we finish as ever. Come Come on, on, you yo's.